0: Hate Speech and Platform Regulation, a workshop series by the ITM Münster. Today, Faith Gordon on new regulatory approaches and the reaction of the platforms in Australia. So, um, first of all, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners um, of the lands on which I work and live, um, the Nambrae and Ngunnawal people. Um, and I'd like to pay my respects to elders past and present, and also note that sovereignty was never ceded in relation to the lands. Um, thank you so much for the invitation um, to present today. Um, I know that I learn a lot um, from the other speakers. My presentation is really a bit of a mapping out exercise. Um, so I'm going to present um, and map out some reflections on new approaches. Um, So the proposed mandatory news code and reactions of the platforms in relation to um, Australia. And um, at around uh, half three p.m. today, we had some latest developments, which I've um, very quickly plotted out on a few slides. Um, So it's very much an active and live um, issue here in Australia with, as I mentioned today, some um, kind of key developments So um, to map out for you some of the context in relation to to what I'm going to talk about, there was a digital platforms inquiry um, that commenced in Australia. So in December 2017, um, the then Treasurer, who is now the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, um, directed the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission to conduct an inquiry into digital platforms in Australia. And two years later, so in 2019, the ACCC released um, its final report um, and that um, really did consider issues such as the impact of online search engines, social media and digital platform um, on competition. So that's something that I'm going to focus on um, today. The phrase that gets utilised a lot in relation to this um, ongoing debate in Australia is attempting to level the playing field. So at the core of it really is about um, the profits that the tech companies are making um, and really in the news publishing space, we know and have known for quite some time um, that there are financial struggles in relation to the mainstream news media. It has been reported that um, for every $100 um, Australian dollars that is spent on digital advertising in um, the Australian media, um, around $81 actually goes to Google and Facebook. And just as an estimation, around 39% of Australians use Facebook as their source of general news. So the movements that have been happening in Australia very much have been referred to as a world first. Um, So back in December 2018, um, the inquiry that I mentioned earlier really did aim um, to show whether, and this is a quote, um, the advertising market is distorted and dominated by platforms such as Google and Facebook, Um, And there was an interim report from the inquiry at the time, which um, really did highlight and show and confirm that this was the case. So I've mapped out here some kind of key moments um, in uh, what has been occurring here in Australia. So back in April of last year, the Australian government asked um, the ACCC to develop a mandatory code of conduct to um, really address bargaining power imbalances that um, the inquiry found existed between the Australian news media businesses and digital platforms, specifically really Google and Facebook have been highlighted as the two prominent um, platforms. Then in July 2020, the ACCC released a draft code um, and that was launched for public consultation. And linked to the code was a set of question and answers that were released about the draft code. Then there was a consultation process um, and following that, there were um, a number of recommendations to the government based on a whole range of stakeholder views. The government then developed um, legislation and the bill um, that was presented on the 9th of December 2020 um, called the Treasury Laws Amendment, so the News and Digital Platforms Mandatory Bargaining Code Bill 2020, um, this is where the moment um, occurred really that there was a lot of discussion um, from the platforms in relation to what was being proposed. So the the bargaining code, as it's known, um, proposed this framework that outlined that Facebook and Google um, could or would be forced to negotiate a fair payment with news organizations for using their content. So I've also been asked to um, talk a bit about the reactions of the platforms. So some, um, some of you may be aware through media discourse about how the platforms have reacted um, to this proposed change. Um, Google um, launched petitions and urged YouTube creators, for instance, um, and viewers to make complaints directly to the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. And I've posted one example of um, the social media campaign that was launched, um, you know, providing the email address to the ACCC um, and really encouraging people to directly complain. Um, So there was a very, very high um, level of, um, you know, marketing campaign in relation to this that was launched. Um, We also saw that um, Google, Australia's managing director, wrote um, an open letter in response to the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission's um, news media bargaining code, and that really set out um, Google's position and thoughts about what was being proposed. So again, that received quite a lot of attention in relation to the discourse surrounding um, the proposals. Facebook, um, on the other hand, um, made quite bold moves in what they decided to do. And this has also, um, in Australia and more broadly worldwide as well, in um, the mainstream media, has captured a lot of attention. So Facebook um, made a move to block all news on its platform in Australia. And you can see there one of the um, the front page um, news items in relation to that. Um, and there's been a, a huge amount of media coverage um, with regards to the moves that Facebook have made. So what this has meant for users really off Facebook, um, so Australian-based users, the pages and content from all of the um, Australian news outlets were blank. Um, links to other websites, whether they be Australian or international, couldn't be posted or reposted. There have been reports um, as well that certain other um, websites and information um, users have struggled to be able to um, access as well. Now, today, as I mentioned, um, around 3:30 PM today in Australia. Um, we have had an announcement in relation to to Facebook um, and the um, proposed changes to the legislation. So, the legislation has been debated in the Senate at present, and the Treasurer um, Josh Frydenberg announced today that a compromise had been reached in relation to um, Facebook ban um, on Australian sites. I'm apologising about how small the font is here, but um, just to give you an idea of the amendments then that are being um, made to the news, media and digital platforms um, bargaining code in light of um, really all of the pressure in relation to Facebook's actions. Um, the amendments um, that were announced today, this afternoon, um include, so this decision to designate a platform under the code um, should take into account whether the digital platform has made a significant contribution to the sustainability of Australian news industry through reaching commercial agreements with news media businesses. Secondly, a digital platform now has to be notified of the government's intention to designate um, prior to any final decision and it's also noted that a final decision on whether or not to designate a digital platform would be made no sooner than one month from the date of notification. So they're setting a time period. Um, there's a whole list really of, um, of variations to what the original proposals were, um, but it also includes um, you know, final offers of arbitration as a last resort where commercial deals can't be reached. By requiring mediation um and again they set a time period on that of two months they also um have made a number of suggestions of amendments that they highlight are going to strengthen the regional and small publishers in obtaining appropriate remuneration for the use of their content by digital platforms and they also um highlight that this explanatory um Note will also confirm that the code only applies to the extent that a digital platform is making covered news content available through those services. And it also, um, you know, what has emerged from the the government um, announcement on this is that these amendments are said to provide um, further impetus for parties to engage in commercial negotiations outside of the code. Um, And they note that a central feature of the framework that the government is putting in place is really to foster um, or attempt to foster more sustainable public interest journalism in Australia. Um, And the government also announced that they've been advised by Facebook that it does intend to restore the um, news pages in Australia in the next number of days. There's really been an international um, spotlight on this. Um, The treasurer, who's been very um, central to the negotiations with Facebook, um, has highlighted that, you know, no doubt other countries will be looking at, um, you know, what's been happening here very closely. Um, He, of course, highlights that what they're doing is quite innovative in Australia here. Um, But he is also highlighting that, you know, Facebook and Google, in his words, um, have not hidden the fact that they know that all eyes are on what has been happening in Australia as well and the need for a code that is workable. Um, So this really has brought to the fore a lot of debates on the control of social media networks and and the control that they have over access to information. We know that a considerable amount of Australians... um, use Facebook as, for example, their main portal of um, news. So this really shows that um, what we're considering here is extremely important, especially around a time where, you know, information um, as the vaccine, for example, rolls out in Australia from yesterday is really key that people are receiving, um, you know, accurate information internationally and I'm just aware of time so I'm only going to um, touch on two more points Um, there's been a number of international reactions Um, so the head of the British Parliamentary Committee who oversees the um, media industry in the UK really dubbed just in what was happening in Australia through Facebook's actions as being bullying um, and highlighted that it was irresponsible particularly at a time of the pandemic, um, but also highlighted um, in an interview with the BBC that it's not just about Australia, that really um, this is Facebook, in his words, putting down a marker, saying to the world, if you do not wish to limit um, our powers, we can remove it from many people. So we really did see this huge knee-jerk reaction in relation to, um, to Facebook. So lastly, in kind of um, wrapping up within my time period, um, you know, what's been considered elsewhere in relation to, um, to these issues? Well, there have been inquiries that have explored the relationship between news publishers and platforms elsewhere. Um, so we've had in the UK, the Cross Review, and also in Canada, the Broadcasting and Telecommunications Review, So there have been calls for new regulations elsewhere really to manage this relationship between news publishers and platforms in the UK. um, There have been proposals about a new code of conduct. We know, and as Lorna will, um, she's one of the the key academics really writing about um, what's been going on in the UK in relation to online harms and the huge spotlight that's been placed on that. But there was this proposed code in the UK and also in Canada, there have been discussions about the consideration of a code and suggestions that online platforms could be paying money into a fund that that could support Canadian content, which would also include um, the news. So we know that these debates and discussions are much wider than Australia. Um, but it has been very interesting to map out, um, you know, what has happened here, but also the international reactions. Um, and as I said, it's a very, it's been a very um, live um, process with kind of key, um, key decisions made today and proposals. Um, so we will await all those Facebook users um, in the next few days, the ability to get back um, the news So I'm going to to leave it there and perhaps some of the other kind of critique of it might come through in in the panel or, or any questions. That was Faith Gordon on new regulatory approaches at the reaction of the platforms in Australia. You've listened to Hate Speech and Platform Regulation, a workshop series by the ITM Münster.